Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bossverse After Dark, the alternative podcast show for the Bossverse Network. I am Leron Dawkins, and everybody's here. Say hello, everybody. Stephanie Klimov, our wonderful lady boss of the Bossverse writing team. Hello, or good evening, my friends. Yep, good evening. Uh, that man that we call Corey Derrick is also here. That's that's just my name. You don't call me that. This is my name. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> no, that man that we call is part of the title. That's all. The man, the myth, the legend. I wouldn't go that far. Especially with, especially with that chain and them glasses. Hey, man, mm. I found the chain, okay? It was around my daughter's teddy bear's neck, okay? So. <laughs> you blinged out the bear. <laughs> did you bling it out or did she bling it out? She did. I want one of those, and she just took it from me. I was like, okay. And joining us tonight as a special guest is uh, is that man that needs no introduction, but you all you all know him and love him from shows like Nintendo Power Block, as well as a member of, not a member, but an actual editor-in-chief at the Boss Rush Writing Team. Uh, welcome. Wait. This is your second time on the show, right, Ben? Second yeah. time, second yeah, that's time. That's right, because yeah, because last last time you're on the show, you had we had a wonderful discussion about COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome back, Dan Murphy. Yeah, that was like what two, three weeks ago, and like the whole climate of COVID has completely changed yet again. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, it has. But how how you guys doing? Uh, uh, we're doing pretty fantastic. Um, it's been it's been an interesting week. I think I think. I think all of us can say it's been an interesting week so far. Yeah. Everyone was uh, on crossroads last night except for me. It's true. <laughs> and Leron kept bragging about it. Yeah. Leron did not keep bragging about it. You did. You brought it up like six times. You're like, well, oh, thanks for coming on crossroads. Oh, I didn't thank you I enough for coming once. on crossroads. I oh, said it once. Last night I on crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> And every and every time, like we saw Stephanie like sharpening daggers and and other like like sharp instruments. I know. <laughs> Should have seen the look. I, I think I did. I think I did catch it because I had the I had the stream playing, and uh, and when you said and when you said you should see that look, I just happened to catch on, on the stream, <laughs> and I was like, ooh, that was a look. <laughs> <sighs> oh yeah. Um, well, it was Valentine's. It was Valentine's Day week. Uh, and uh and and Leron's gonna tell us all the juicy details about his Valentine's now that it's after dark, right? Yeah. Uh, sure. If you want to hear of, it, what I kind mean, of present did you unwrap, Leron? Giggity. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't the present that I unwrapped. It was the pre- it was the present I made available for unwrapping. Mm. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> a little yeah. top hat uh, and a bow tie. Is that what you're talking about? Um, a top hat. <laughs> there was no there was no bow ties there, there wasn't a hat uh i was wearing an apron because i cooked mm. i cooked yeah um yeah uh, i had the boyfriend i had the boyfriend over at, at my place and uh and i actually made a um uh chicken carbonara which is basically which is basically mm. a chicken ba- uh, bacon uh, chicken and bacon pasta dish um and uh and so that turned out great. With, uh, with I did some um, I did some roasted uh, some roasted broccolini in the air fryer because because uh, I'm one of those people I'm like I try to manage my time now in the kitchen and stuff like that. And um, the air fryer is the best, isn't it? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I'm I'm like, why did I take so long to get one of these damn things? 
Yeah, exactly. And I didn't get it. it. Like, I didn't understand how amazing it was until I finally got one. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, food is so healthy and it's so good. You know, it's like, man, like, how is food this good and this healthy at the same time? Because usually, like, something is, like, like you know, like, deep fried or something, you know. Man, now I'm, now I'm thinking about getting really adventurous and making all the crazy shit in the air fryer, like pizzas and all, the, all that dumb shit now. Nice. Uh, man. Yeah, air fryer is starting to become my best friend. If anything, if anything, it helps me. It helps me do like my secondary dishes while I'm getting the main the main dish ready, and it, it just it's a time saver. Thank God. Um, but yeah, the um, yeah, but dinner was dinner was a hit. Um, and uh, and I mean, if you guys want the sorted details, like yeah, like yeah, like after after dinner and everything, um, you know how um, well. Y'all are y'all aren't really like like gay adjacent, so y'all probably don't know this. But one, but one, the but, but basically like like the male form of lingerie for for like LGBT uh, like dudes is jock straps. So uh, that's what I was wearing. <laughs> that's what I was wearing. You know, that was the underwear choice for the for the evening. <laughs> Very nice. Surprise the hell out of the boyfriend. <laughs> nice. Yep. And uh, the sad part was is uh, that we ate too much food. Like, so we, <laughs> we passed on the bed in a coma. Like, we didn't really get too far <laughs> with the with the with the pasta the with the with the pasta. Like a couple of a couple of glasses of wine and all that stuff. And then you know, um, he brought he brought um, he knows he knows I have a sweet tooth. So like so like he came. He was like, I'm gonna bring dessert. He came in with like a uh, like a like a a six uh, a half dozen of cupcakes of, of various cupcakes from this um from this uh, bakery uh, that's not too far from uh, from where I live and stuff like that and so yeah like all that food all that sugar instant coma you know it was a cuddle coma but it was a coma <laughs> fun that's awesome. Yeah. So, sorry. No, 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 uh, no sordid sex story this time. Not this time. <laughs> oh man. Mm. Uh, I have, I have my, I have my rain check though for this weekend though for that though. Hmm. You got too interested in that air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, I hate to say it, but I'm actually at that age now where like appliances and like and like and like. And yeah, like household electronics actually turned me on. Now it's like, ooh, <laughs> am, am I attracted to this? You know Do what? I like this. Ron, I, I totally get it. I get excited by, you know, like, more more like appliances for food, anything food related. And yeah. um, not that mine would have been nearly as exciting, but like my Valentine's celebration, like I w- I didn't end up getting lucky because I ate too much and like just had a that's, food coma and just that's that's what happened. To- <laughs> what it is like i like i tried to make it romantic because it like um like i even like because uh because because the other thing was he he also like my boyfriend also told me he's like hey you don't really have to like like ham it up so i i, I don't care for presents or, or anything like that but i was like you know what i i i feel i feel kind of stupid if i didn't at least get like a card and everything and uh and my boyfriend likes dark chocolate so uh so i went and picked up a card a valentine's card and 
I was in the candy section my, for myself looking for my, my normal giant-ass bag of uh, gummy savers and stuff like that. And then right behind where the gummy savers are, when you turn around, is like all the, like the, like the chocolates, like the, like the, the M&Ms, like the, the, the M&Ms bags, the, uh, the, the minis and all that stuff. Um, and right in front of me was the, dark, was the dark mint chocolate Kit Kats. And I was like, there it is. <laughs> There it is. So I got like the uh, so I got like the family pack of that, and basically like you know like got his card together, had it all had it all on the bed and everything. So when he came up here, like the card was on the bed, and it was encircled by by mint chocolate Kit Kats. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't in a heart formation. It was just in a circle. <laughs> That's awesome. Look yeah. at you. So romantic. I know. Gosh, I wish I had a man to take care of me like that. It's the first time in five. It's the, it's the first time in five years that I wasn't single for Valentine's Day. So I was like, you know, let me do something. Nice. Just going for it. Nice. Dan, do you have, have any nice romantic Valentine celebrationings? No, I don't have a romantic bone in my body. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just I it, like so my, my friends and I, we kind of joke about. Uh, the theory of low expectations, right? Mm-hmm. So you set the bar so low on s- simple things like cooking dinner that when you actually do it, it's like a big celebration. <laughs> so, so, so in the in the theory of low expectations, I went out and I just got a sword fit, uh, a tuna steak, and I made a seared tuna dinner, and it was just laid back, relaxed time. Um, I hate going out to dinner on valentine's day um it's like it's just it the worst get pretty obnoxious <laughs> yeah. yeah it's yeah. like so crowded and i don't know it's it's one of those like step up days right like you go you go to a restaurant that's like a step up from what you normally go to and it's I don't know. It, the experience just isn't fun. So we like staying home and actually just spending time with each other rather than going out and just everything being kind of a pain in the ass. I know this is like curmudgeonly of me to say, but that's just kind of how it is. So. Not necessarily. If you guys yeah. just had a great time, that's who who gives a fuck what else you guys. Yeah, do. exactly. And I don't know. Like another thing is, I'm not a big. You know, we're just not big Valentine's Day people. It's like, why do we have to be romantic on this one day? Like, <laughs> you know, we, we could just do this every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Going out to eat on Valentine's Day, though, is just a bad time. It's always oh, a yeah. bad time. You know, it's, it's never like, a good time. As so, as never someone, a good time. <laughs> as someone who used to work at a restaurant on Valentine's Day also, like, it just totally ruined everything for me. I don't even like going out to eat regularly anymore. Like, it just, ugh. I think that's us, though. Like, we both we both worked in restaurants for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, waiting tables or bartending and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I think I think, like, we've been there for Valentine's Day on the other end, too. And we're just like, no, no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> Just yeah. pass. So don't want well, any I mean, of this. Mm-mm. I mean, I mean, it all it all sounds good, you know. As long as as long as you're able to spend time with the with the people you, exactly. you love, or or like the people who mean the most to you, or the people you have any type of romantic inclina- in, in, inclinations with, you know, like that's that's all that really matters and stuff like that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, like like. Would you say your date was a success, Stephanie? 
Yes, other food than com- like food coma. Food coma, but it was fine because both parties were experienced said food coma, so no one mm. was really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> now this is the this is the um now this is the this is the newer guy, right? Because because. I think the last time we were keeping track of like your your your, we're your keeping dates. track. <laughs> I was going to say I've been keeping it very vague, actually. So Laurent's got a black well, book of Stephanie's dates, right? Hey, someone's like, got to be. Hey, someone's got to be the big brother. Exactly, exactly. You know, like I mean, like I feel like I feel like Stephanie's going to get to the point where it's like, okay, like I want to talk to him. I basically want to give him the whatever you do to her. I'm going to do to you speech. So, you, so you better think about it. <laughs> no, um, the the late the those date escapades with uh, that person. I think I mentioned he was um, a gamer. Um, didn't really work out. Yeah. Um, in just in my opinion. Um, I, I won't go into details because I don't want to sound mean, you know, but it just didn't work out. Um, <laughs> but believe it or not, it's actually with an ex, which normally is my, my steadfast rule of not going back with exes. But mm. um, we split up for reasons that really aren't deal breakers. So we're just kind of revisiting it, taking it real slow. Um, neither of us had plans for Valentine's weekends for like 20 steak. Let's eat steak. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Okay, cool. He's not a very romantic person either. It's okay. <laughs> so. I mean, sometimes sometimes the best matchup is two not, not romantic people. Like you know, not not saying that you guys just disrespect each other, but you know, like if you're not if you're not romantic, no one has like really high expectations on the other person for what they may or may not do as an as an overture or a gesture. The theory of low expectations, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I guess for you and Ariel, though, Dan, like y'all are getting married. So y'all are y'all y'all are like we'll we'll make up for, it, you know, by the time we get to the honeymoon and like, you know, through the first year of the marriage and all that stuff. Unless 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 you guys are have been dating so long that, you know, the marriage just feels like just another day at that point. <laughs> Hey, I mean, right now on the mind is just our honeymoon. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we kind of we fell ass backwards into this. It's great. Um, so Navy has commissions week and um, we we live in the town where the Navy bases or the Navy Academy, I should say. Um, so they do this thing called commissions week and families of the students come from all over the country and like they stay here for the week so you can rent out your house for like exorbitant amount of money so like we put our house on the on the navy's website for renting for six thousand five hundred dollars and someone's gonna rent it yeah it's crazy yeah because like two or three families could stay here so then we're like you know we're paying for our own wedding too so like that's been kind of a lot yeah but you know this kind of just came up on us and we're like, oh, my God, we're going to just once we rent this out, we're going to have the best honeymoon. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's basically like what's on the mind for the wedding right now. Uh, when's the, uh, when's, I haven't heard. When's the date? The date is June 4th. Oh, oh man. The day after my birthday. Ooh. Yeah. See, it was meant to be. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Can I crash the wedding? Absolutely. Come on, come on up to Annapolis that night. 
Oh, man. kind of cool, actually. Honeymoon. Right? Our, our honeymoon was awesome. We went to uh, we went to Curacao. Uh, nice. And Ooh. we were at, like, this all-inclusive resort, and it was just, like, everything was – you just walked up to, like, the bar or – the buffet or like a sit down restaurant. And you're like, we want to eat here tonight or we want a drink. Give me one. And they're like, okay, sure. And then like, you know, my wife found a bunch of stuff for us to do while we were there, but like just like a week of just being together and not doing anything was just awesome. It was, I don't it, like, I, so I'm not like a huge beach person. Like I don't really care for the beach. It's like, when I don't have something to do, I get real anxious and just like I I gotta go yeah. be doing something. Even if I'm doing something, I gotta be doing something else over here, right? Like side, side tangent, I'm actually like I have my laptop open on my desk over here with <laughs> editing Boss Rush podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if I'm like not doing something, I get real anxious. But just kind of forgetting about all that and just taking it all in and just being together was really like. You know, mm. something I wish we could do again, you know, and I mean, we have kids now and stuff. So, like, it's not we're not going to get that level of togetherness again, really. But enjoy it, Dan. It's going to be like <laughs> spend all the money you can and, yeah. and enjoy it because it's yes. only going to happen once or, you know, 25 years from now when your kids are moving out or whatever, <laughs> you know. Right, right. Yeah. And like we know right after the wedding, we're just going to have kids. So mm-hmm. it's it's all going to happen fast. Yeah. I salute you. <laughs> I got a couple for sale. You want them? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> just kidding. I love my kids when they're sleeping, like right now. <laughs> when they're quiet, when they're sleeping. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it, it was fun. I liked it. It was it was awesome. And like, even on our on our honeymoon, we found like little inside jokes and little like places to eat that we you can't eat anywhere else. And we found these little things called they're called croquettes, and they're just like imagine a mozzarella cheese stick, but instead of molten hot lava cheese inside, it's like this kind of it's almost like a sausage gravy, but kind of cheesy i don't really know how to explain it but they're so good mixed with like some mashed potatoes in there and it's just deep fried they're they're just so good i don't know how to describe them but we've only found them one other place than on our honeymoon we found them in disney because they have a cuban restaurant there and they sold them as an appetizer and like that was literally the only other place we ever found them and like we Ooh. talk, we talk about them all the time because we're like, oh, remember those? We should try to find them somewhere, and we just never have. It's a good time. And that was in Curacao. Yeah, man, yeah. that place is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. And then like you go into town, and like you see all these buildings, and they're all different colors. They're all bright. People standing on the side of the road, like in a markets, and you can just buy stuff, like fruits or foods or trinkets or toys or whatever it's just it's the, really the, du- the dutch influence there is yeah. like so incredible i just I, yeah. I i knew it was there but i just didn't expect it to be like so heavily involved mm-hmm. um but yeah like you said like the colors are beautiful like just everybody speaks every language it's so cool mm-hmm. yeah it's really it was really cool we 
I kind of want to like when our 10 year anniversary rolls around or 10 year wedding anniversary, I kind of want to go back. I think I'm, we're trying to, I'm planning it in my head, but I, we've also talked about it. I think we're going to go back, which <laughs> is soon, <laughs> which is soon. Like we've, been, we've, we're going to be married six years this year, which is crazy to think about, but wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's fast. Everything goes fast. Oh yeah. Yeah, like shit. Like, can can we talk like it's the middle of February? Like, it does. It seems. It seems like mm-hmm. we just saw the ball drop, and I was like, God damn! Like, where yep. the fuck is the time going now? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Time flies, guys. Enjoy it. And uh, am I having fun? Is the question. <laughs> well, the the crazy thing we just talked about it the other day. Like, my wife and I, my son's turning one in like five weeks. Oh man. It's like what what happened? Like where did that year go? Yeah. You know? Ugh. My daughter is like starting real school in the fall. Oh really? Kindergarten? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well she's she's in preschool right now, but she's going to like all day school in the fall for the first oh, time. Man. Like, oh, yeah. oh man. Oh snap. Really trying to get them the hit the hitting and the punching under control. <laughs> and the throwing it takes time <laughs> yeah well I think now is a good time to just go ahead and uh, get this out the way this is Boss Rush After Dark the new show from the Boss Rush Network where each and every week we get together with our friends to discuss and debate topics aimed towards our adult audience ranging from dating to uh, life tragedies to relationships and travel uh, you can get the show early on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash network every Saturday or on YouTube, podcast services, or or our website two weeks later for free. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And remember, you can find all of our content over at bossrush.net. All right. Well, now that we've gotten all the formalities and everything out the way, uh, I guess we can start talking about things. <laughs> uh <laughs> As 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 per per usual, Dan, you're the you're the guest here tonight, so you you have the floor. Do you have a topic for us? Oh no, I don't. Oh, <laughs> fail. Oh. Okay, I didn't know it was a guest thing. Hey, I I tossed ideas out to the chat and got no responses. So <laughs> you did? Well, what was one of your ideas? Because uh, nobody ever has Discord open. Yeah, that, that's that's so. That's what's the, the point of truth. doing Discord if you never <laughs> open it? <laughs> Well, okay, okay. In in my defense, like since I've moved into this, since I've moved to this new place and stuff like that, like shit is just crazy for me. Like I, like, like, mm-hmm. I, like if my if my head isn't buried in like my job, like it's it's the podcast stuff. <laughs> so yeah, like so and like Discord, like if I don't if I don't have it open because I I I actually had to put a second screen on my on, on my desk like. I mean, I already had enough, like, um, I already had a big-ass monitor, but I was like, I need something, you know, like, in my side view to keep track of things like that. But I didn't put Discord over there. I put all mm. the other chats over there except mm. Discord. So if I don't get the notification on my phone, like, I – and Corey and Stephanie don't text me. <laughs> I know. I literally I, had to start a group text because LaRon did not use our group chat in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so – so yeah, I I just suck. <laughs> dystopian <laughs> dystopian books and stories was Dan's topic in the afternoon. But oh, really? I, I know that he he was thinking about, and I don't want to speak for you, Dan. Like 
you wanted to do more research. So if it's up to you, if you want to talk about tonight or next, you know, another time. Yeah, I'm a little tired for that one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, well, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, Corey, Stephanie, you guys got one? Um, I, you know, because, you know, Dan was talking about um, honeymoons and stuff. Um, I actually was thinking about like a travel related topic, you know, since, you know, and I think that's a little bit lighthearted, right? Like, well, coming off of something more serious like COVID where I don't know if any of you guys have been major vacationers prior to COVID, but I, well, before COVID and before children, um, mostly I was an avid traveler. Um, I went to various places in Europe, China, Taiwan, Japan, various places in the the Caribbean, um, some places domestic. And while some people are still traveling, um, whether or not they choose to be safe traveling, but, you know, but point is, is, is there a kind of dream destination once, quote unquote, again, with an asterisk, COVID is over. And just for like sake of having a fun conversation, assume that, you know, money isn't really an issue, like something realistic, but not something, you know, you know, just let your imagination fly. Like, where? What would be your first true vacation destination be post COVID? I can mm. definitely uh, start while you guys think. Yeah. Um, might seem kind of boring for people that know me. I'm thinking of two places: one domestic, one international. Domestic, I would love to go to anywhere in the Southwest, like Utah, Arizona, or New Mexico, and check out you know the the, the national parks. Um, I've been to Sedona in Arizona, and it's hands down one of my most favorite places in the world. Uh, so I'd love to go somewhere there. Um, other than that, I would love to go back to Japan. You'd think it'd be someplace new, but I love Japan so much that I just want to go back as soon as I am able to. Hands down, my favorite destination in Japan is Kyoto. Um, there's just a lot of you know, shrines and temples and fantastic places to eat. You can go down like the, there's this district off the top of my head. I forgot what it's called, but it's like where people would try and find geishas there. It's, it's a pretty cool district. You walk down the, the streets are just pristine and there are scores and scores of restaurants, but they like only seat like six to 10 people. Like they're all like little hole in the walls where you can only have a handful of people like like everyone's just near each other and just the cooking the most delicious food I've ever had on this damn earth. Um, and that's just what I want to do is just eat my fill and just take in the sights in Japan. That That's where I I'm just dreaming for the day to get back there. Did, did you start with saying you wanted to go to New Mexico? Or like any like south like southwestern state, yeah. yeah because like New Mex New Mexico is incredible. I love it. There. Yeah, yeah. It's it was like way better than I ever expected it to be. I I went there for a work trip and I kind of just thought it was like desert and nothing else other than desert, right? And um, it's just like it's beautiful mountains. Um, Santa Fe like is the highest altitude for i guess state capital uh random fun fact there but that just goes to show you that there are so many mountains out there um and the food is just like amazing it's uh-huh. it's new mexican food right so it's not <laughs> it's not american it's not mexican it's yep. 
like it's its own thing and they use like the chili peppers that they grow in new mexico and it's like you either have the choice of red chilies or green chilies and or you can order something christmas which would be red and green chili combined um but you know i'm my fiance is from albuquerque so her family sends us green chilies all the time and i'm just we're so used to having it in the house it's just amazing to have oh i love that endorsement because yeah i i love the kind of um fusion type cuisine that's down there like i'm all about the flavor and i don't know like i am just much more of a, a mountain person than a beach person i don't dislike the beach i love the beach but when i go to a place that has like a lot of hiking and camping and just sightseeing because when I'm on vacation I like to do a lot of activities I can't just lie down for six hours and drink I mean I just just I get real ADD I just get super you know fidgety so great so New Mexico on my list yeah and it's it's just like cool um there's these mountains called the Sandias in Albuquerque and I think it stands for like watermelon in Spanish. But um, when the sun hits it, they just like glow bright red. And like you uh, just see them throughout the city, which is really, really cool. Oh, that's so gorgeous. Yeah. And um, I don't know. There's like a lot of reservations there and just like cool history with New Mexico. So it's um, I, it's definitely like one of the most underrated places in the country that I've I've, I've been to. And really think everybody should experience it once. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Who's up next? Um, I can go next. Um, as far as um, as far as domestic, uh, I kind of want to leave the mainland uh, United States. So I'd so I'd probably be looking at either the Dominican Republic or the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, with the with the also possibility of Hawaii because Hawaii is the one place I never got to get uh, get to when I was in the Navy. Oh. Um, and 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 only and only Hawaii just because like I've always had like a fascination with just seeing what's out there. You know that that's that's mainly my thing. It's not even it's not even for like just being a vacation destination. Even though like I've I've heard I've heard friends say like it is a good vacation destination for 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 wanting to get away. Um, but but um, but yeah, like um. I uh, uh, I had a family member. She was she was married into the family. She was from the Virgin Islands, and she and she used to tell me when I was when I was younger, me and, and like and like her kids, like how beautiful like her her home her home country was and all that stuff. And it was just it was just it was always fascinating to hear and stuff like that. So you know, I just got in my head like one of these days I would love to go see that area. So uh, the, the Dominican Republic or the U.S. Virgin Islands, definitely. You know, that's nice. Awesome. Do you know like whereabouts in the Dominican? Uh, the, uh, no, no. As a matter of fact, it's kind of bad because um because when I was in the Navy, like our ship did wind up in in in, in the Dominican Republic. We actually we actually ported there, but we uh, but uh because of I, I can't remember what was going on specifically. Uh, w- the sailors weren't allowed to get any any leave over there. We were, our ship was only there for like one or two days, and we weren't even allowed to like get off the boat. You know, oh, wow. I, I think we were. I think we were just there for like for like resupplies and some other stuff. So like it wasn't. It's was one of the situations. But I was like, man, we're right here. I want to go. We're right here. You know, stuff like that. So it stuck in my head that you know, like I was there, but I couldn't see it. So I want to see it. Um, as I know. Far uh, as, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go. No, I only mentioned that because um, I I haven't been to. Is it Punta Cana? That's the most like touristy area 
uh-huh. in Dominican. Let me let me just make sure I got the right. Yeah, Dominican. I've not been there, but um, when I was married, I went to Cabarete in Dominican, uh-huh. oh, which yeah? is like not the resortish area. But he he's a kite surfer, so it's more like an actiony place. But I gotta say, I I love the Dominican because. You know, we would just walk down, walk down the streets downtown, have the freshest food, and it was just—I don't know—it the Dominicans are a really nice place. Mm. Did mm. you uh, for kite surfing? Did you guys go down to um, oh, what's the name of it in South Boston, King Island? No. Oh, that's where I used to kite surf all the, or kiteboard all the time. No um, way. Yeah, yeah. It's like because there's this little cove like right there. So you get this total like 360 wind. So like all the kiteboarders go there. It's it's where I learned one of my best friends like w- is incredible at it. So that's where we used to go. Awesome. Oh, what is man. it called again? I think it was called King King Island. Okay. Uh I'll do some research because I'll have to tell them. Yeah, it's been it's been like seven or eight years. Castle Island. Oh, it's ca- Castle, oh Island. Castle Island. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. And it's and we were in Pleasure Bay. That's where. Oh, gotcha. All right. That's where you cool. do it. Nice. Man, right, that's Ron, been a I'm long time. All right, hang on. I'm chewing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Always eating. Lauren's got his mouth full again. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, as far as like an international international place, I'm torn because I want to either go. I either want to go to Australia. You know, I don't care where, as long as it's like in one of the touristy parts of Australia. I don't care. In the land of the giant spiders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's either it's either that, or I want to go. Or I actually want to go. Um, another another one of my bucket list places is I actually want to go. To, I actually want to go like to to London or or or, or you know any of the uh, any of the major like like areas of uh, of England. Like I've I've always had a fascination with it. When um when my family was in uh, when my family was in Germany when my dad was um when my dad was stationed over there, um we got to see a we got to visit a lot of different countries out there in Europe and stuff like that but we never managed to get over to like to like the UK um the and, and so it was one of those, another one was like one of those situations where like I just missed out and I just really want to go there and see it and stuff like that um uh, I don't know like maybe it's cuz I'm just like all caught up in like all the all the movies like 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 snatch rock and roll and all that stuff you know I'm like man those guys know how to party let's let's do this <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that's that that's me, and it's in it's more like just places that I missed out on, you know, when I was close by and stuff like that. So that's 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 really it for me, you know. Um, nice. Uh, I don't you know, know if course, I could handle the flight to Australia, which is ironic because I want to go to Japan, but still, Australia is longer. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you gain a day and you lose a day <laughs> on that flight. <laughs> That's that's far. I'm telling you, I flew to California last like, a couple weeks ago, and I thought that was like, oh my gosh, this plane flight's never going to end. Yeah. And then you get on a plane where you're too large for the bathroom because like mm-hmm. I'm six five, and I had to like go in and kind of like 
do this kind of sideways walk and lean back a little bit. And I was like, man, this is not worth it. And then you hit turbulence. I can only imagine what that's oh, like. God, I hope not. Mm. <laughs> Are you guys people that can drink like booze on a plane? I can, do you like but... to? Um, uh... I usually just sleep the whole way. That's like, me. I mean, yeah, like, that's me. I I'll sleep. Oh, you guys are so lucky. I cannot yeah. sleep on a plane. Same here, Dan. I'll mm-hmm. sleep the whole way except for like the last probably like thirty or forty minutes, and like then I'll have to pee really bad. But I don't want to pee on the plane because like I just <laughs> you know like I just I don't want to pee on the plane, and so just holding it that last half hour is just like oh my gosh, this is the longest half hour of my life. Well, especially if you end up having a taxi longer than usual. Yeah. I'm I'm freaking I'm I'm ex-military. There's one thing that we learn how to do in the military is we we learn how to sleep anywhere anytime. Like, yeah. Like it's it like it's a I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a skill set or if it's just a gift that we that we were able to do it but uh but yeah, like funny story, like um like one year I was one year I was traveling um I had, I I went home to my sister was graduating from college, um, so I was traveling. Uh, so I went home. Uh, I flew home to South Carolina, and um, and I wound up getting. Uh, I got I got my plane tickets and stuff. I can't remember what, how early I purchased them, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't like I I purchased them so late that I got like the shittiest seat or whatnot. But um, I do remember, and I wasn't paying attention. I do remember that I did I did try to pick a seat that you know like I would not have like a you know someone next to me at. And um and so like when um when I when I get on the plane I give the um the the flight attendant my um my ticket and she tells me where my seat's at like I'm actually in the back I'm in the back closest um I'm in the back closest to like the uh shit it was near one of the engines and I was like oh yeah. shit I was like this is gonna be rough nope I slept that entire fucking ride wow. <laughs> with that with that engine noise in my ear and everything <laughs> had like the best nap ever <laughs> wow i'm envious uh of you Laurent, because dan i don't know about you like my first long trip was to switzerland when i was in college and that was also the first time like i could have a drink and i wasn't even trying to drink to like be badass and party i'm like i will not be able to sleep this is i think it was like an overnight flight so i'm like all right let me try having some wine. It didn't help. Made my sleep worse. And I was like, not hungover because I didn't drink excessively, but it just really made the jet lag worse. There was mm. another flight where I tried Benadryl. That didn't help. Also made a hangover <laughs> after I got off the flight. So now I just kind of just sit there tortured for hours. <laughs> just are you, a, are you a nervous flyer? Uh, I'm nervous, but it's just the comfort. My back kills with that stupid seat like i don't think it's not to be like i don't know my dad's a chiropractor so like i was always about like posture and stuff and i never can get comfortable on a plane i'll have to like ask for like three of those tiny ass pillows to support (laughs) my my spine Mm. i i just i i cannot get comfortable my back and my neck are just constantly killing me that's what keeps me awake (laughs) yeah i don't know what it is for me like i just that position i i can't sleep in and then like i'm also uncomfortable because i'm like hunched over reading or i'll play my switch or like i'm playing a phone game or you know what i mean so in like i'm just (laughs) i'm tight in there i'm i'm not as tall as um laron or Corey, but i'm still uncomfortable like i'm just under six feet (laughs) and it's like i don't know it's so drinking on a flight i hate it like i don't like getting drunk and just sitting there (laughs) 
and then like <laughs> yeah having you know, that's, having that's to go to problem. the bathroom over and over like <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's a it's a pain in the ass going once. And if you have to go twice, I'm out. Especially if you're on a window seat and you're like, excuse me, excuse oh, me. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I are, just, are got- when I go to, when I go to, the, when I go to the airport, like I make sure I don't, if I don't drink anything like an hour before I get to the airport at least, and then I won't drink anything at the airport. And then I'll have like that half of a cup of water that they give you on the plane. Maybe because like, I feel like I'm dehydrated. If I don't drink it, I'm going to pass out. But like, (laughs) man, I just, I don't want to use the bathroom on the plane. Wow. You really prepare ahead, Corey. I do. Nope. No liquids. (laughs) Look, No, you have no idea. I, I hate peeing on planes. (laughs) I won't do it. Do you guys have a seat preference? Because as a kid, window seat was my favorite because I want to look out the window all the time. Adult problems, I want to be in the aisle seat in so I have aisle. easy access <laughs> to the bathroom. I want the aisle seat because I'm tall, and that's the, the only way I'm going to be able to stretch my legs out. Yeah, I, aisle seat for me. My legs get so cramped in the window yeah. seat mm-hmm. because there's a little bit of like give on the side that has a window, so like you're if it's say the windows on your right side, your right leg is now just like crashing over to your left leg. So mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm aisle seat all the way. Nobody likes a middle seat. Yeah. No, no Mm-mm. middle, middle seats are for kids and old people I don't and, know. and wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Ariel has told me, she's like, I just know, you know, for the rest of my life, I'll be in the middle seat because Aww. you're not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, at least she knows. Yeah. She knows what she's getting into. <laughs> I, she's she's small, so she it's fine for her, you know? Yeah. I remember on my flight to Japan, that was that was even worse. Trying to sleep for that was like a fourteen hour flight. Um, I got so or is it China? Well, anyway, same direction, same almost same amount of flight hours. I got so antsy, like I had to get up and walk pace up and down up and down the aisle like a couple times and the <laughs> i was like hanging out near where the stewardess were hanging out in the back because i just didn't want to be crammed in for consecutive hours got to the point where they actually had to ask me to sit down i really don't know what i was doing <laughs> where they had to ask me to sit down i wasn't causing a ruckus i'm like please i was about please don't make me sit back down in this tiny little seat <laughs> that's awesome for my work trip though i did get I did get moved up to first class. That was Oh, that's nice. There's some oh. leg room. You're not touching the person next to you. It's nice. First class I can sleep in. It was nice. If we could afford it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've never been in first class. It was nice. We also got breakfast, a hot breakfast. Ooh. It was an omelet. Yeah. Something in it. And I do so many top. I do so many quick flights that I've never felt it was worth first class like mm-hmm. i do a lot of like two hour flights or three hour flights you know what i mean so mm-hmm. like with my work travel so at that point i'm just kind of like eh, is it worth the extra two hundred dollars eh, i don't think so yeah yeah i mean so. i i don't fly like like you like you know dan i i two hours maybe three right that's not that's not worth it that's not worth yeah. it yeah, maybe maybe if I go to California, I'll think about it. But like, no, 
<laughs> like we're we're going we're actually going to New Mexico on Friday next week. Um but yeah, no way we're doing first class for that. Yeah. All right. Mm. Corey or Dan, you guys have a a fantasy next vacation? Go ahead, Corey. Uh I don't know. I'm weird. I like going to the same places. Like you <laughs> know, wrong with so, that. so Disney. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's what I th- like I don't know. I think about like if we're somewhere else i'm like man i would i would much rather be at disney <laughs> like <laughs> you know like it, it's just this thing i don't know i don't know what's wrong with me i just like like i know my wife wants to go other places and like i theoretically want to go other places but every time we get there and every time we're like doing something i'm like god god disney just does this part better disney does this better their hotels are better their swimming pools are better their beaches are better their food is better like it just like the whole time i'm like being a curmudgeon old man in my head like everything else is better there you know and it's like i understand that people don't care about disney the way that i do or like have that same experience like my parents would take us like two or three times a year and you know that that was our family vacation and, uh, you know, and that's just, I'm at that point in my life where like, I know what I like, I like what I like. And if it strays too far from what I like, I'm just like, gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you guys do go to Disney, then do you stay at a resort at a hotel within the resort? Or do you uh-huh. stay at a hotel? Oh yeah. Yeah. We stay, um, we stay at a Disney resort. Like people tell you it's too expensive. They'll tell you it's too like whatever, but it's like, it's so convenient because like they have transportation to every single park they have transportation to downtown they have transportation to universal if you want to go there like it's everything is like you're you're paying extra but you you get like you know it's you get what you pay for you know and it's i don't know it's just nicer and you don't have to worry about anything they they pick you up from the airport and take you to your hotel you know and you don't have to go to baggage claim because they'll get your bags for you and it's like okay that's awesome i remember the first time i went on a trip where we had to go to baggage claim and i was so confused because like i didn't know that's what you had to do because you know disney just did it for you and like i don't know it's just like that's that's where i want to be and like they just do it better you know even if we don't go to the parks like going downtown or going to the Grand Floridian and laying on the beach or whatever, or going to the beach and yacht club to like have a drink and watch fireworks on a boat or something. Like, I don't know. I've, my wife hates it when I say this, but I just feel like they do it better. (laughs) They just do it better. And that's, I'm just the weirdo who just wants better, I guess. Like for, I've never actually been to Disney. Oh my gosh, dude! It's so wow. good. Wow. Yeah, I've I've never been in Disneyland, which I do want to go someday. But Disney World in Florida is like, that's that's where I want to be. I do want to go. To, <laughs> I do want to go to the other Disney parks to see what they're like because they're all different. But also, like World Showcase at Epcot, drinking and eating your way around Epcot and then mm. throwing up at the end because you're so full <laughs> and you just don't want to move anymore. Like it's just the best. <laughs> I've heard Epcot's amazing. Oh my gosh, dude. And yeah. they just they just like renovated every single pavilion and like 
oh my gosh I, we're going in November adults, I'm so excited right because my memory as a kid I hated Epcot it was like yeah, oh, yeah. don't bring me there uh, they have like they redid the Living Seas which is like their giant aquarium and it's just like you go in there you can spend like two hours in there and it's free you know unless oh, you want to cool. like swim with the dolphins or whatever and then you have to like pay for that stuff but you know like the aquariums like the aquarium there is free and like walking around the countries and they actually bring people in from those countries to like work there. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's obviously not like the real thing, but it's like the Disneyfied version of the real thing, you know, and it's just got Germany's pretzels and beer cheese. And just, they have this grapefruit beer. That's just like amazing. Oh, it's so good. Well, I will say this is maybe not for Epcot, but I plan on bringing my son to Disney for his first ever experience, maybe next year, because I want him to be old enough to remember if I'm going to spend that much money. Yeah. But when that time comes, I'm going to hit you up for some um, tips. Oh, boy. Do I have – I could, I, I actually, before I, before Boss Rush started, I, I actually thought about doing a Disney channel, but, like, it costs too much money to do because you have to, you know, fly there, spend like a weekend or a week there and film it all and then fly back. Mm-hmm. Like it's just too expensive. It was a thought channel exists. So, hmm. but, uh, yeah, nice. I don't know. But I mean, if I was to go somewhere else, like I've never been to Europe, I've never been to Japan. Like I would like to go there at some point, you know, for something that's not for work. Cause I know we have events in we have an event in Barcelona <gasps> and uh, we have an event in Amsterdam at some point in the near future. I don't know if I'll be going to those, but I know like if I have to go, like I would rather go with not for work, you know, cause I know my wife wants to go there. Oh, point. speaking of work, when are you going to Boston? I don't know yet. I really uh-huh. don't know yet. I don't know yet. I, I'm, go, I'm going to Las Vegas at the end of March, though. So Very cool. Ooh. Yeah. They booked three events in one week, so they need s- event support. So I'm going. Nice. I love Vegas. <laughs> I've never been. Oh, oh. really? Mm-mm. It's, yeah, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. You can find a variety of things to keep you busy. Even just walking down the strip, I found just very entertaining. Cool. Dan? What what do you like to do in Vegas? Like, do you want to see shows? Do you want to gamble? Like, me? Yeah. Uh, I'll be working. I won't have any time to do anything if it's anything like our last event. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we were working from 630 in the morning until midnight. Wow, jeez. So I don't, I don't plan on doing anything unless it's like entertaining the delegates that we're taking. So nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For me, I've so little background for those who don't know me. I travel a lot for work, uh, all domestic. Um. So I've seen just like a lot of the country. And I guess what I don't have left is Wyoming. 
Um, <laughs> so if I were to do a trip, it would be Wyoming and I would see like Yellowstone national park or it just, it looks so beautiful there. Um, you know, I want to go to Jackson and hike. So, you know, as that, that's pretty much it. Like it's either there or Montana. Oh, those, those states, like when you say the states and you don't bring up like what you could do in them. It's like, oh man, there's like nothing there. But actually, there's a lot to see there, and I would love to go and see, you know, Yellowstone as well. Oh, yeah, like it just looks beautiful there, and like the people I know that have gone to Wyoming, like absolutely loved it. Yep. I I think it's just one of America's like hidden gems, and I still just haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't really plan on doing it <laughs> anytime soon. So, mm-hmm. um. You know, nice. to, yeah, domestic travel. I have, I have no idea what I would do next. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do want to. So, the one thing I want to do is overseas. I want to go to Ireland. Um, my family. I'm like one generation removed from uh, my Irish family, and that's why I kind of say things a little funny and have different you know sayings um but like you know because that's how my parents speak and they were all part of like the irish catholic part of south boston and the greater boston area you know what i mean so um one thing is some of our irish friends from dublin they go back every year and they like bike the crest of Ireland, like the Southern crest. And it takes them only probably about four or five days to do. Cause it's not a huge country. Um, so I've been like, you know, I've been, I've been working on biking, getting those miles up. I did like a 40 mile ride last, uh, fall. Oof. And I want to just like, keep getting these numbers up and be able to go maybe next year or the following year and, and get that bike ride out of the way. Oh, that would be oh, so cool. Wicked. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it would be awesome. So, you know, and like we, I I know people that do it every single year. So it's not like something I would just go into blind. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've got that one figured out for next trip. Perfect. I expect to see some pictures from that. I just can't imagine the view while you're biking for four or five days. Right. It must be beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Oh, someday. Right, guys? Someday. Yeah. Someday. Someday we will all get what we want. Once all this shit blows over. Yeah. <laughs> if it ever does. Yeah, is it is it ever going to? Ask it feels like we're getting I feel, there. I feel, I, feel, I feel like I feel like we're we're finally rounding the curve, but I but I also feel like I also feel like we there's one more variant coming. <clears throat> I, I I and then and then by that point, you know, because um, I checked um, I checked Virginia's numbers. Virginia's numbers, um, it shows that our state at just over 70%, like, you know, vaccination status and stuff like that. Um, you know, like, I I would hope, like, we would be in the 90 percentile. But, you know, you know, mm. I'll take what uh, – 70% is better than, than some of these states that are still – they're still just barely above 50, you know. Um, but – uh. I feel like there's one more variant coming and then however however the variant hits us will basically determine whether or not, you know, like we're finally there. Mm-hmm. I don't think people give a shit anymore. 
they don't. They they really don't. I you know what I mean. They yeah. they really they they really don't. I mean, like if you look at the um if you look at the fucking the fucking the the protest and shit that went on in Canada, well, you know. Uh, I mean, that's just fuck. That's just fucking wild. And you know, like there's a part of me. Oh, there's a part of me like I'm. Uh, the you know the the. There's a part of me that's like, man, come on, y'all are breaking the law. Y'all are fucking shit up. But there's another part of me that's like, I fucking understand. Y'all are fucking tired. I'm fucking tired of this shit too. But you know, you know, like I, my middle ground is, you know, like I'm just gonna deal with it, you know, mm-hmm. and and not cause a ruckus. I mean, you know? it's at the point too where like I was speaking of speaking of Disney. I was watching one of the YouTube channels that I watch with my daughter on the weekends, and because we're trying to get her excited and trying to get her to at least try to somewhat understand where we're going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they lift, they're lifting all mask restrictions next week. Yeah. Masks optional yeah. everywhere down there. Mm-hmm. It's and like, see, well, and, and I was having a conversation with, with a friend and I was like, you know, like even, even though like all this stuff is being lifted and well, okay. Even I feel like, I feel like these, the, the lifting and the mandates and stuff, I feel like, I feel like, it's more of a forced thing, you know, and not not a common sense thing, you know, because I I was telling people, I was like, even when they give, go ahead and give the all clear and say, you know what? We're now at a point where like we're like this disease doesn't matter anymore. Like I was I, I, I told them I was like, I still, you know, was probably going to be trotting around with a mask on for, you know, a few at least a few weeks after after the fact, you know, mm-hmm. well- Here's the thing about the mask man, um, or mandates in general, like certain things rolling back. Well, especially masks. The reason why I'm kind of personally, when I mean a little bit of relief, remember, I'm staying relatively middle ground because I care more about common sense. I'm just happy for my, my kid from like a de- developmental standpoint. But also, this is the cynical side of me. Even with those mandates, majority of people don't even fucking wear them the right. Yeah, they way. don't. They don't wear them the right. They have way. like 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 this. I'm like then then we might as well. I I, I hate to say it, we might as well not have a mandate because people are doing it half-ass. Like mm-hmm. you might, like that's. But again, that's just the cynical part of me. It's like, why have a mandate? People are not gonna fucking wear them right. Just it doesn't. Quote yeah. unquote doesn't matter anymore. It does, I, but it doesn't. I don't think we should have a mandate at all. To be honest. Like, we've been going through this for two years. The data, there's no data that's showing that the masks are actually working. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's places that have mandates and there's places that don't have mandates. And their numbers are wildly going up and down at the same time. If you want to wear a mask, then you should be able to just wear a mask and be okay with it. But I don't think it should be forced upon people anymore. Um you know, like if, if it makes you feel comfortable, then it makes you feel comfortable. But there's no data showing that this mass, you know, mandate is doing anything for us. And, you know, like kids, anybody like it's frustrating. We're sick of it. It's been two years. Time to move on. Yeah. Speaking of moving on, I don't know if we have time for one more topic or not. I want to don't want to hog up the show with mine. I'm good. Or, we, or we could just keep ranting about COVID. It's fine. No, no, uh, go on. We we kind of we kind of slipped into that <laughs> into the COVID into the COVID conversation. Now, uh, no, uh, is, is there is there is there is there another topic? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Corey, what you got for us tonight? Oh, I don't have one. You don't I have just, one. I just show up, dude. Y'all slacking. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! I, I, I guess it's I guess it's up to me then. It is. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah. So this is this is a little more this is a little more light lighthearted, and actually, it kind of goes along. It kind of goes along with uh, with with Stephanie's, <clears throat> but not so much on the travel sense. Like, like what's the what's your ultimate what's your ultimate hobby? And before you before any of you clowns throw video games out there. What is your ultimate relaxation therapy hobby that doesn't have anything remotely to do with what we what we do for a living or what we do at Bossers Network? Like COVID related or just hobby in general? Uh, no, hobby in general. But if you if you've discovered something you love, you know, during 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 the pandemic, yeah, go for it. I mean, I know a lot of people like all of a sudden they they're they they learned how to fucking cook, and it's like, what took you so long? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, I, I'll give you a, a COVID and a non-COVID one, I guess. Okay. So COVID-related w- would be gardening. Uh, prior to that, I would – is that what's the opposite of a green thumb? Is it brown thumb or it is it brown thumb. No thumb? It was a brown thumb. It was a brown thumb. Brown or fu- black thumb. <laughs> I killed a fucking cactus, all right? Like I – cannot uh, keep we kill cactuses all the time. <laughs> yeah yeah i can't keep anything alive yet like during the lockdown I'm like i need to do something other than like my standard hobbies which there's nothing wrong with that but like a lot of my standard hobbies involve looking at a screen writing mm. and gaming yeah. so and i wanted to be outside i was already getting like so much cabin fever my poor son like i don't want him inside all the time I'm like all right let's try gardening but since i had all this extra time saved from commute and lockdown i built with help from people like uh garden beds and i fenced everything in and so and i took the time every day there was time to cater to the garden my son helped and we ended up growing zucchini carrots corn beans peas pretty successfully and we've had two years of successful gardening it's kind of nuts like it's great i don't know what will happen when you know because i'm at a new job and things pick up but uh yeah i went from like killing any green living thing into being like a semi-decent like home gardener and i'm happy about it because it gets my son involved you know i think it's healthy to kind of get dirty not in a sexual sense, but like, just, you know, getting your hands dirty and just fresh air. And I, there's something that I feel proud about to be, to be a little self-sustaining. That's not to say that my garden can now feed my family easily, but it's just like, Hey, I don't, I can cut my grocery bill 20 bucks because I have a basket full of zucchini and carrots that I can incorporate in my meal. It's just fresh and delicious and it's really rewarding. I don't know. Maybe it's of me getting older and adulting thing, but it's just very <laughs> satisfying. We, uh, we also built a garden in our yard and like, you know, we spent the money on the wood, the soil, like all the things and everything. And it's like, you know, she'll pick all these tomatoes and cucumbers and I just kind of get around with her. I was like, Oh, the ROI on this is about $1 and 18 cents. Good job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She likes. She gets so pissed at me for that. <laughs> well, yeah, I. Yeah. But it's um, fun. It's awesome. Like I love it. Like one. Um, this one was actually unintentional. We threw out a pumpkin last year, like last last year, and one of the seeds must have fell on the ground, and I like didn't even pay attention to it, and then it just grew into this big pumpkin patch, and I was able to harvest oh. six to seven pumpkins. Oh man. 
Got to decorate yeah. my entire house and not spend a single cent on a decorative pumpkin. <laughs> that's wow. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I grew like grew into as my COVID hobby. And I, I hope to continue it because I do feel it's it's healthy and it's good for you. Um, my other hobby, and I'm not trying to be funny or get a rise out of people, but like I'm I, I'm into per, like fit, uh, fitness. I'm a runner by trade. Um, I've always ran. So it's one of those things that I hate to do, but I feel great afterwards. But I also want to get my strength. Go- what? Oh, God. Run- running is torture. The only reason why I do it is because it's the main thing that's keeping me from, like, my doctor just, just completely throwing everything in the med- medicine cabinet for, uh, at me for blood pressure. You don't know how long five minutes actually is until you start running. Yeah, it's like Jesus I, Christ. I'll look at my watch and I'll be like, "Oh, this feels like an hour." No, it's only three minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I seriously, I get out, I get out, I start running, and I'm sitting there thinking I'm doing so great because, like, I, like, I, like, I, I, you know, like, I'm starting to, I, you know, I, I feel good for the most part then i look then i look at my watch to see like how how far of a distance i've gone i haven't even gone half a mile and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> okay 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 in my defense like it's it's all about conditioning right because what happens when we all exercise uh it's endorphins and endorphins are kind of like a, a drug and if it you do it long enough you get addicted and this is how my origin story started when I was in school, my mom cared more about academics, so she didn't let me play sports. She didn't want me to waste time with sports, except running so I don't get fat. I'm not lying to you. That's exactly <laughs> what my mom said. You can't do sports. You have to study, but you're getting fat so you can run track. So uh, that it's sad, but it's true. So the only sport I was allowed to do was track. So I just became a runner just by default. And then I started running so much that I noticed if I go a couple days without running, I get very antsy, almost like a withdrawal. Like I just oh my can't. God. You know, I I wish I had that type of conditioning because then I would actually appreciate running more. But I but I but I swear, like running, running. To, I don't even. I can't even put into words what running what running is to me because and it's sad because I write. So it's like I, I should not be at a loss for words for this, but uh, but but I am, and it's crazy because I feel like I feel like it is of all the chores in my life that I could do, running is probably the exercise that seems the most like a chore, and I hate it. <laughs> hey, I can relate, it's... but I guess that. Oh, go ahead, Dan. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say so. Ariel, she's she was a runner growing up. She's like she is, she was the captain in college for her uh, track yes. team, like captain for the cross country team. So when I first met her, like, yeah, I was trying to, I like pretended I liked running, <laughs> <laughs> and like the first couple times we went out, I was like, you know what, fuck this, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and, um, she's the same way though. Like if she doesn't run or like do something to get her energy out she's like so antsy and it's like every two days like exactly what you yep. said so i was laughing at that oh yeah see it's a, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it's a runner shares. thing yeah it's it, it, is, it is a runner thing it's a runner thing but uh but i don't care what you say like a runner's high that's a lie yeah. that's a lie because <laughs> like because like because like there there are some days when i've had a run where i feel good but but normally 
during that run, I'm always thinking of when the fuck is this over? And I'm one of those people, like, I typically try to run, like, because, you know, like, once I got to a point where I where I could start doing 5Ks, you know, because my, my trainer kind of, like, forced me to do a 5K, <laughs> and that was and that was that was torture <laughs> but um but once i realized i could do a five a 5k then i started like when i go out for runs unless i am either my head is not in it or i'm absolutely tired then i will um then i i, I usually go on to run at least 3.1 miles you know when i do it okay. um and there are some times when like i have a good run and and you know it feels all right but 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 they're there. But literally every time I get out there, it's like, oh, my God, like, um, like, like one of the and then sometimes the other shit happens to me because uh, my problem is like once once all my friends, my workout buddies start moving away and stuff. I had nobody to run with. And usually if I have somebody to run with, it helps take my mind off the fact that I'm running. Uh. But but. Once I started running on my own, then it became another hardship. So one day I was like, you know what? And, and the hardship for me is the fact that I will find any excuse to stop running. <laughs> you know, and when, I, and when I say stop running, I don't mean like in my run. I mean like, you know, like, oh, OK, I, I ran this many steps. I'm going to walk for a couple of, for a couple of seconds, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> one day I got out there and I was like, you know what? I'm 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 done playing these games with myself i'm gonna run one solid mile without stopping i won't stop until i've completed the first mile i got there i started running and uh <laughs> and and when i got out from my street there's a section of the street that either i run across the street they to be on sidewalk or i stay on that side of the street you know um depending on what's going on Depending on what was going on that day was I could not get across the street because of traffic. And in my head, I was like, I can't stop even uh, even if even if it's traffic. So I ran on the I ran on the on the on the unpaved side of the road. I I, I hit I hit a uh, I hit a small downslope at the at the wrong the wrong way. And I felt it. And I felt it on my knee like my knee didn't so much buckle, but I, but I felt it. It was like a like a wrenching sensation, I guess, you know. And I was like, okay, I feel that. It's not hurting. I'm all right. Um, by the time I got to the half part of the mile, I was starting to feel it. Wow. I got to the to the eight tenths of the mile and I was like, oh my God, like my fucking knee is grinding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I did not want to stop. So I so um I finally so I made it to that mile. I I stopped to walk. And then I had to walk for a full mile just, just to get that leg right. <laughs> and I was like, that's what I get. That's what I get. I was like, I'm just trying to just trying to do something for myself. And I got hurt. So the first thing I did was I called my trainer and I was like, you know what? I was like, this is why I don't fucking run. Because every time I run, some bullshit happens. And this is the bullshit that happens. He's like, and he's like, well, well how'd you wind up hurting yourself? And I told him, he's like, why didn't you stop and wait till the cars went and crossed the street? I was like, that's not the fucking point. <laughs> I had to do this to prove it to myself that I could do it. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm happy that you ran a mile without stopping. Are you going to run two miles without stopping? Next time? I was like, no. No. <laughs> you, drew the line. One. you drew back the line. To, back to square one. <laughs> yeah, so running is... Mm. Well, no, and that's kind of where I was getting at is I've done it all my life, but I want to incorporate some kind of exercise 
or physical fitness that I enjoy. And that's where I took up pole dance class. That's where I was going. Like, I'm not trying to like be funny, but I've become really passionate about it. And I go, if, if I can twice a week, um, if I really mess up my wrists and my shoulders, I'll go once a week, but it's great because it's kind of like the opposite of running where it's actually fun and enjoyable. And, uh, it I looks like a crazy workout too. Yeah, but it, it is. It kicks it is. Your ass, man. Like I have bruises everywhere. I am sore every day. So hopefully, you know, it'll increase my strength because that's my goal. I've been doing all cardio and I want to be stronger. And that's, <laughs> yeah, I've seen th- th- they're just like so stacked they're like all muscle and they just like face flip climb flip climb i'm like damn <laughs> i want to get there at some point that's awesome yeah so those are my hobbies um let's see so my covid one um i actually so i started learning unity and um learning how to build games and mm. Uh, like start, I've, I've really, really gotten into unity much more so like in 2020, um, lately I haven't had much time to do it, but that has been like really fun. I grew up using RPG maker and like, I knew the ins and outs of RPG maker and I like learned how to code different things just based outside of the program so like you could do variables and create your own custom battle system and i used to do things like that so it like it took a little bit of you know getting the rust off but it was a pretty smooth transition into unity from just like learning how to do that um and you know learning how to code with c sharp so that has been really fun um but I've been like uh, I've been a baseball player my whole life. You know, I went to college. Uh, I was a pitcher. Um, so like I actually still play in a men's league here in uh, the D.C. area. And I coach kids with that as well. Um, okay. So I would say, yeah, that's probably it. I probably have some other hobbies, but like, I don't know. I just I, I think I'm just like a total ADD case. Like I'm always trying to do something new. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to figure something out and like Ariel and I are always ripping shit down in this house and building it back up. Um, oh. <laughs> you oh, know, DIYers. <laughs> oh, her so way more than me, but um, yeah, like I, I came home from work one day and like, she had just ripped out the shower doors in one of the bathrooms and threw it on the side of the road. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and now the the bathroom looks like 10 times better. Um, like she painted the floor, like did, she just redid the whole thing and it cost like 50 bucks. Like it was oh, insane. Wow. It looked like a professional job. Um, nice. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I, I'm always trying to find something to do. So, but ba- baseball is probably my number one. Nice. Yeah, Corey. Corey. Well, it's so it's kind of hard to like do stuff with kids, right? I mean, like finding a time for your hobby, and like we do so much stuff here that I just yeah. haven't really like found any time to do really anything else but like i used to draw and paint a lot like a lot i actually went to art school for a long for a while and uh i don't know i i wish i had more time to do it 
I mean, you know, uh, but that's, that's probably the hobby that I wish I had more time for, I would say. And the one that I enjoy the most outside of like games and stuff. Um, but like I said, I just haven't had that much time to even attempt to do anything real in a long time. Um, I thought I was going to be able to do something at some point. I bought like last year, I bought all the new art stuff. I bought new paint. I bought new, like the expensive colored pencils that like, you know, they're like you buy the 32 pack and it's like 50 bucks. Uh, I bought all these racers and blenders and like shaders and everything. And then I just never got around to doing it because like, I don't know, my son was born and then we just got busy and started doing more stuff. And I don't know, it's all sitting in this, this table beside me. It's literally all in there still. And it's something I wish I could do more of and something I actually really enjoy doing and I don't know. I think I'm pretty good at it, but like, I just haven't gotten gotten around to doing it. Nice for paints. Do you use like acrylic or Ac- watercolor? Acrylic uh, oil just takes. I'm I'm too impatient for oils, and like watercolor, I, I'm my brush style is too aggressive for watercolor, so like it would never come out right. Uh, so acrylics is what I usually use. Um, yeah a lot of my old stuff is on my facebook page but it's uh yeah i mean hey i i I can relate because a drawing was one of my first passions it's been long since not utilized what i used to buy because i used to make my own draw my own manga as dorky as that is it's like a secret of mine and i would buy the professional like uh, markers that they'd use in manga because it's alcohol free so it's or is it alcohol? I forget like what the terminology was, but it's a marker that is made for color blending, mm-hmm. and it's still in its box, and it makes me so sad that it's mm. just sitting there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I uh, I actually, bef- uh, at the restaurant I used to work at, I was actually animating a cartoon called We Work Together, and it was kind of like a mix between South Park and The Office about everybody that I, that we worked with and like making a parody of like what happens in a restaurant. And that's awesome. Uh, it was really fun. And like, I was gearing up to do like the voice acting and stuff for it to like really start putting it together. And then, uh, my apartment that I was living in burned down and I lost oh everything. <laughs> so, oh, I was like, oh, no. uh, not, that's terrible. not trying that again. Uh, but yeah, it was <laughs> like, it was a lot of fun, but, I don't know. I I wish I had more time for things. It just, uh, you know, maybe maybe in a couple of years when my kids are in school and I can yeah. find. They're at an age where they time. need a lot of parental attention. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. Let me tell you, they require a lot of uh, time. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean that's kind of the main thing, really. So I always wish I had that artistic side and I just don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same here. Same I feel like I feel like honestly, like if I if I had like just like just being able to sketch, it would help me it would help me so much with like, you know, like when I when I'm doing 
characters, you know, putting together characters for like for like stories and stuff that I'm writing and things. Like it, it would help me visualize what they look like a, l- a lot better and be able to be descriptive about like about them in the writing and stuff like that. Like I feel I feel like one of my weaknesses is uh is just describing things in writing and you know from a from a from a fictional standpoint if that makes sense. Yeah. Um writing is another me, thing I wish I was like had more time for too. Mm-hmm. Holy uh, crap, Corey, these are amazing. Yeah, I'm looking at them. Yeah. Thanks. I I mean some of them are okay. Some of them are better than others. Like some of them are just quick. I don't know. Sometimes some of them are just experiments with things. I just, uh, I wish I had more time for that. So. Well, but. from, well, for me, um, uh, I, I'd always wanted to do this when I was a kid and just never, and just never had the opportunity until, till much much later in my adult life and actually it was a it was something i discovered that i just kind of broke into uh during covid um you know uh and accidentally because of streaming and stuff like that but uh i start i started picking up photography and stuff like that um oh nice yeah like um like nothing nothing too crazy like i'm uh, like i've been learning i've been learning the ropes about lighting uh apertures and you know like all all that all that stuff um as well as uh f stops and all like it's 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 crazy it's intense and and right now like i've been dabbling with just the the camera that i'm using you know for what i stream with which is actually the camera my face cam right now on this on 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 this um uh for this recording uh which is the uh, sony zv1 which is basically a blogging camera but um, I actually also I have access to my roommates uh, my roommates cameras. He's got three different cameras um, with all like with all like you know like like uh, like uh, like like removable uh, lenses and stuff like that. And man, it's 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 crazy. And but the cool thing about it is is that you know like like the photos and stuff that I'm uh, all everything right now is just it's really like amateur stuff. But the cool thing is like. Sitting down, learning, uh, learning to how to color grade and do all that stuff, you know, and and you know, like, man, like when 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 they tell you that all photos are Photoshop, they're not lying. They're not <laughs> lying because like because like it's always in the eye of the beholder, and usually the beholder is the person that's taking the picture. And even though we see we see something and we think it's beautiful, and we think it's beautiful, when we turn when we turn around and we actually like see it on our screen, it's like man, like. Okay, here's an imperfection. This could be this could be made better, and, and and there's other ways to bring it out and stuff like that. So, I'm really amateurish right now. Like you know, like eventually, like like we're gonna see some stuff, and you know, I'm not talking about like some OnlyFans bullshit, nothing like that. I'm talking like some actual real deal. Like I wanna, I wanna, I wanna actually like vlog and all that stuff, and like uh, I'm hoping like you know, with some more time, like it will be fully realized, like. That's my thing, and I mean, you know, like the whole photography thing. It's because my dad like had a camera, you know, and um, and I remember I was um, we were going through some stuff um at home, and my mom, um, I told my mom like if um if if she can remember where like my dad's uh camera and photography equipment because he's he had the old school stuff like the negatives and stuff like that. <laughs> I was trying to get in on that level. And um, I told my mom if she um, if she knew where all that stuff was at, like let me know. Um, I, I'd like to I'd like to get it. Um, 
but my mother and I had a conversation and she was like, um, she was like, you know, I don't mind if you have like your dad's photography equipment and stuff like that. But, uh, but it's also something that's kind of, that's kind of close to me. And as soon as she said that right there, I was like, oh, don't, don't worry about it, mom. You, 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 you have, you, you have all the time in the world, whatever you need. Mm. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah. So, um, yeah, it'd be cool though, if I could actually like get a hold of that equipment and like learn how to like, like develop film and, <laughs> and, and work off of negatives and stuff like that. But you know, Hey, my time will come eventually. Yeah. You can get pretty heavily detailed and involved in photography. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to make it a career and be like, you know, like the next like like Ansel Adams or somebody, you know, <laughs> or you know, going out there like you know David Attenborough and doing like doing like wildlife photography stuff. But uh, I feel like I feel like I'm going to get to a point where it's going to be like, oh, I'll be able, I'll be able to start capturing life. Yeah, keep us posted. Yeah, yeah, that'll be awesome. Do it. Do it. Yep. Cool. Man, good times. Yeah. Hobbies yeah. is what kind of keeps us going, right? Yeah. Keeps us sane. It sure does. Well, you guys ready to wrap up? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for bed. Yeah, right. <laughs> now when Corey admits that he's ready for bed he, that means he's tired because yeah. usually because usually the first thing this guy is like yeah i got some stuff to edit and i got i got a few things i gotta do and i want to jump on some destiny but he's like he's ready for bed i mean <laughs> i'm still gonna edit the shows but i you know that we have a big we have events tomorrow and i'm I've got to run the live stream and i need to be awake for that so <laughs> all right Oof. all right well there you have it. This Woo. has been this has been Boss Rush After Dark, the alternative podcast of the flagship show for Boss Rush Network. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in and listening to the show. Um, Dan, thank you for wanting to be one of us tonight. We we appreciate it, and you're always welcome here. One of us. Awesome. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> All right. Before we uh, before we sign out, here's how you can connect with the members of our wonderful squad tonight. Uh, go ahead, Dan. Throw your plugs out there, man. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DCDM99, and you can see all of our articles on www.bossrush.net, where I'm a writer and copy editor. All right. Stephanie? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Klimov, K-L-I-M-O-V underscore author. Uh, and you can also hear me on Boss Rush Podcast every Wednesday night. Well, not Wednesday night live, but it, on Monday and all that other jazz. Sorry. All that jazz. All that, that jazz. jazz. <laughs> Corey. Uh, you can find me at I'm Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush Podcast and Arsenal X, the Xbox Podcast, and various other things here on the Boss Rush Network. All right. I'm going to keep it short and sweet tonight. Uh, 
Exodus803, E-X-O-D-U-S-803. Find me everywhere. Social media, Twitch, YouTube, uh, gamer, gamer tags, all that good, all that good stuff. Uh, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my on my Twitch channel for Crossroads PlayStation Podcast. And of course, I am one I am one of the fabulous trio for the Boss Rush Podcast, uh, regular on Wednesday nights. All right. That's it for us. Come back and join us for our next installment of Boss Rush After Dark, where we'll be back with more topics that aren't completely content appropriate for our other anchor shows out there. We appreciate it. Y'all have a good night, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Good night.